bring on our first guest and maybe talk a little bit more about some of these uh, meme trades. Guy Davis joins us, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager at GCI Investors. Uh, Guy, just a quick thought. I mean, I know that there's maybe a small cohort of people who trade some of these super expensive uh, Reddit uh, momentum trades, but do they have some meaning as we assess kind of where we are in the speculative cycle of the last two years? Oliver, firstly, thank you for having me on this afternoon. Thank you. Yeah, I would say certainly when it comes to looking at some of these kind of meme stocks and some of the extreme valuations we've had, I think, to be honest, it's a reflection of the environment that we've been in for quite some period of time when it comes to incredibly low interest rates and very kind of accommodative monetary policy. You know, probably for the last decade, we've really been in a situation of too much money and too few assets. Typically, what that results in is kind of extreme valuation in certain pockets of the market. And I think there's certainly areas that you could very much say that that's happening today. Mm. Now, what does one then do about it? Do you take part? Do you watch from a distance and try to retain reasonable expectations of traditional equity returns? Or is this an environment where you have to try and get some of these high flyers still? Where are we in that? Because right now, the high flyers the last couple of weeks have been the biggest problems in the market. Yes, and I think the the kind of the FOMO is a real problem for an awful lot of people. Now, certainly, I mean, just for us as a firm, the way we approach it through our product, Genuine Investors ETF, the ticker GCIG, we make a very significant distinction for us when it comes to the business and the stock. And I don't think we have any particular ability to forecast where stock prices are going in the short term. You know, they're influenced by many different factors, which are not kind of reliably forecastable on a short term basis. What we can have confidence in is an underlying business and that underlying business's earnings over a three-year period and over a five-year period. And so for us, you know, we always think the, the best way to control risk at any point within, within a market cycle and within any portfolio is to have a very deep understanding of what it is that you own. And if you're owning high-quality companies at not excessive valuations, then you're ideally positioned. Now, that will certainly mean there's periods in the market like this where you're probably going to, to be seen to be missing out on some of these extremely speculative trades. But I think over the long term, it's a far more kind of prudent strategy um, for the vast majority of investors. Okay, let's talk about some of the areas that you do think will be uh, rock solid here. Waste management, uh, one sector. There's waste management, the stock. What about as a sector? Yes. How many different ways can you get exposure to this? Yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, coming back to kind of the forecasting element, when it comes to something like waste management, it's a wonderful industry in the sense that we can have a very high degree of confidence in what these companies are going to be generating in terms of top line performance. It's an incredibly resilient industry, even during the COVID situation that we had. You know, if you're looking at kind of global lockdown with hotels closed, businesses closed, restaurants closed, it's about as bad a situation as you could get for waste management companies in general. Now, in this space, we own a, a much smaller, recently IPO'd company called uh, GFL, uh, based out of Canada. Hmm. And really what they're doing, I mean, you mentioned waste management. It's a fascinating industry in that it's dominated at the top end by some very big players, like the Waste Management and Public Service Group. But there's a huge tail of fragmentation at the bottom end of much, much smaller players. Now, there's a great opportunity, and what GFL is kind of doing in terms of their execution is rolling up the lower end of these smaller players. Mm. So you, you've got the kind of incredible top-line resiliency and the safety of waste management industry as a whole, plus the earnings driver from the huge roll-up that's going on at the, at the bottom. That's the sort of thing that we can have kind of real confidence in. You know, when it comes to predictions, that's that's an area where we can be, we can be pretty sure that this company is going to continue to generate 
consistent double-digit earnings growth over the next three or five years. And that gives us a huge amount of security when it comes to looking at market valuations. If we're confident the company is going to continue to grind out earnings growth, that's a fantastic place for us to be. Okay, I know that our next guest, Meb Faber, is going to have some similar thoughts on the importance of actual profitability uh, in a market here where it's been rewarding to avoid that uh, for a long time. With software starting to pull back, it seems like uh, that is a case in point example because that group was pay up for growth at any cost for a long time, and they're still growing big top line, 20, 60% some of these companies declining anyway. So it seems like what you're saying is showing up but does that eliminate uh, swaths of the market that have been the pillars of this rally? Does it uh, risk um, at this juncture avoiding stuff in the tech group that uh, has always been able to make it through these kind of fits and starts of uh, outside tech and non-tech performance? Yeah, and, and personally, from, from my perspective, I think there's there's huge area of the market that the majority of investors should be comfortable not owning at all points in the cycle mm. on the basis that that i think there are a variety of industries that are incredibly attractive for investment you know we talked about waste management the likes of kind of online logistics and, and delivery particularly grocery we could talk about kind of cell phone towers um, but there are also a huge number of industries that are i would say inherently not hugely attractive at the majority of points of the cycle for, for most investors yeah. you know anything that is particularly heavily exposed to commodity prices inherently very difficult to forecast anything that's very kind of regulatory focused or even and, and we've seen this a lot in the last couple of years with the kind of the huge explosion in in meme stocks and very kind of focused theme based based products a lot of these things if you're at the very very early stages of an incredible long-term trend Yes, it's hugely exciting, and yes, there might be some incredible opportunities, but by the very nature, by being at the very early stage of the trend, your likelihood of success is inherently that much smaller. Mm. So if you go a little bit further down the, down the spectrum, you can find yourself with a much higher degree of certainty without necessarily having to shoot for those moonshots. That's very much kind of the approach that, that we take when we come to, uh, to our portfolio. Okay, all right, and I like the specifics here. You mentioned towers as well. Uh, some of those companies falling in the REIT sector, but with that uh, uh, tech and comm services exposure, AMT and uh, CCI, you guys like as well. And uh, like the trash pick, GFL, good stock, good trash stock, right? Literally, waste <laughs> management and yeah, garbage. I mean, <laughs> when certainly, yeah, yeah, and you mentioned AMT and CCI, you know, in terms of confidence in what's gonna happen in the future, you know, you and I could sit here and talk all day and we, we would not be able to construct a scenario between us where we as a globe use less mobile data next year than we did this mm -hmm. year. Yeah. And that's a wonderful place to be. And here, here in the States and actually most places globally, we just physically do not have enough towers to carry the amount of data that we're going to need. You look at internet of things, you look at connected vehicles, penetration of 5G, you know, it's an incredibly strong trend that is really gonna provide us with an awful lot of support okay. for quite a few years to come. All right, uh, AMT CCI Crown Castle, Thanks, Guy, for the look at here at the market and what you guys like at uh, GCI Investors. Interesting picks and looking forward to next time. Thanks, Oliver. Appreciate it. You got it. Sure thing.